0: We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Uranic priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their Search,
1: ponder, pray. Is this the place? What's up? Guess what? What? I just found the name of that book. What is it? And I bought it. It's called Show Me the Evidence. Oh, you're going to let me borrow it. uh, I will. Probably
0: before you read it because you're not (laughs) (laughs) going to.
1: It was uh, the reason why nobody really knew about it is because it was released in 89. It was like published in 89.
0: Oh, yeah, but I, that was one of the benefits of having Ab as my sister is that she was a super, she's a super into reading, too, and she would show me all these cool books, too. Cool. Like, she introduced me to to Nancy Drew and Fear Street and A Wrinkle in Time, too. Like, you know, she's, uh, she was very good for the book showing. My mom nice. only had self-help books, which I fucking couldn't stand. Really? Self-help books and religious books, and I'm like, are you sure you're reading these? <laughs> <laughs> Um, welcome to the podcast everybody. I am Bobby. This I'm Kendra. is also Kendra. Kendra. Hey Kendra. What's <laughs> up? Remember how
1: last time you called me, you called yourself the host and then you called your, me the co-host? I, I wasn't even mad. I just thought that was the, f- <laughs> it was the first time you've ever introduced us like that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting.
0: Um, is that, That's a g- grammatical proper way to do it. Cause even though I'm the host, since I have a co-host, I'm also co-hosting, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, but I to be say, like, Hi, I am the it co-host it,
0: of this show.
1: <laughs> no, I was just saying that, like, uh, you usually do that uh, with for the firesides, but not like our normal ones. We usually just like, okay, start recording. Okay, what's up? <laughs> well, eventually <laughs> so, we
0: get to it and say what it's about. But no, um, I think we're get, we're going to dive into it pretty quickly today, right? Right now, yeah, right? Yep. yeah. Okay. it's the
1: episode you have all been waiting for.
0: Uh. White <laughs> girls
1: explain racism. <laughs> racism. Uh. <laughs>
0: I mean, racism is just some, one of my customers today said that the BLM is um, not anything but Amazon. uh, something so Amazon's soldiers or something like that. I was just like, I don't recall being Amazon soldiers. Cause I am for I'm BLM. I'm, I think black lives matter. I do. think <laughs> Black lives matter too. But I was just taking a leak. Cause we hmm. just recorded the books episode. And I was like, when you're like, we're going to talk about instances where we were racist and we're like, Oh, that was racist. Yeah. And I have some of the cringiest moments where it's like, it occurred where it occurs. You're like, Oh fuck. I never want to say that again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to let you kick off the show. This is your episode girl. Cool.
1: So the first topic I wanted to talk about was like, what was the first instant that you can look back and be like, that was racist. And I will go first. Okay. Um, once upon a time when I was a child in... Okay, so keep in mind, I have been in California before. Mm-hmm. I've lived in California where I am like a Mormon. And not a lot of Mormons in my kid. I was like one of three Mormons in my grade. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been a minority in a religious sense. Right. Um, also like been around a lot of like black kids... Um, Asian kids and Hispanic kids,
0: in California, yeah, in California.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so once upon a time, when I'm in third grade, no, maybe I'm in fourth grade. Um, some kids, some black kids from, you know, Monroe Elementary, they like come up to me and they start bullying me, and I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, they're talking about, they're probably talking about how my mom's fat from she's a lunch lady. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what do you do? You just pick on me, whatever. (laughs) Um, They
0: they had a crush on you, probably.
1: Probably. But except for, you know what they did? They were like, kind of like making fun of me and like kind of cornering me into this. But they, they once, they said, well, at least I'm not white. And And I was like, like, I'm not black. (laughs) I was like, first of all, I'm not white. Uh Uh-huh. And then so I was like, well, at least I'm not black. And then they're like, you can't see that. That's racist. And I was like, what? You literally cornered me into this conversation. And now you're going to tattle on me, fuckers. So I got so you, called. everyone
0: in... was being racist that day. Yeah. But also I was just
1: like, you're bullying me here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, my, my mom was like, my kid's not racist. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not white. <laughs> But, like, it's <laughs> fine. But anyway, so that was my first instance of racism where I was kind of taught, like, that it existed. Uh-huh. I just grew up in diversity so much that I didn't think that that was, a, like, a conversation to be had. It was the most ridiculous conversation I had had up until that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't get what the fuck you're saying. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Um. I feel like having natives and mexicans around in, in Richfield and stuff uh really helped me think that racism wasn't a thing for a really long time mm-hmm. i was just thinking of like phrases we'd say like do you remember when someone would tell you to do something you're like do i look black to you remember that phrase no okay well, that was a heavy duty phrase when we were growing up is do i look black to you like i'm not it's pretty much me, like i'm not your slave you know and oh shit yeah okay and i remember i was like 16 waiting tables a little league team came in and this black kid asked me for a dr pepper and i said do i look black to (laughs) you out of out of just sheer reaction yeah like that's just like how we talk automatic and i looked down at him and i I still think about that moment and cringe to this day oh. because I was like, that was when I was like, Oh, words kind of have weight. And some yeah. of the things we say aren't, aren't appropriate. Yeah. And like, I, how could you apologize to him that, like, you know, and I was older than him and I was being like, I was like teasing him, but that's mm-hmm. how we teased back then. Mm-hmm. So it to be like, do I look black? She blah. Um, but I said it to a black child. Holy <laughs> shit. I, go asked me for a dog I mean he was like 11 or 12 and I was like 16 17 oh my god but I'm pretty sure that was the last time I ordered the phrase other than the 12 times I've just said it do I look black to you as, as a response because I was just yeah. like holy fucking shit what did I just say
1: you're like what am I doing with my life
0: yeah like what why did I just do that like I just seriously was just like I like I, I like froze and I was like uh, uh, uh and then I was just like and then like I remember i remember like i'm watching myself do this you know like when you have a memory and you're watching yourself mm-hmm. i'm getting him this dr pepper just shaking my head like who the hell do you think you are yeah like what you suddenly like
1: your <laughs> own lenses get peeled back and you're like holy i shit. was
0: yeah and i was like oh my god i was glad to have that self for a moment but i was just like i am not this person like my grandparents you know like the older generations are just racist and i've told the story about how we had my grandpa has a diesel repair shop and uh a black guy, his truck was breaking down. My grandpa fixed it. Was super nice to him, and he and I sat and shot the shit. He was from like um, the East Coast, I think. He was super nice to me. I was mm-hmm. like eleven, probably, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and I loved. It was I was I was spending the summer at my grandparents' house, and I loved the difference. I loved having the the change of pace. Yeah, and everyone was super nice to his face, and the second he left, it was n word this, n word that, n word this, and I was just like, ugh, <sighs> f everybody. Oh my but God. <laughs> I do have another one too. Okay. Fifth I grade. Do too. <laughs> fifth grade, uh, Nam Maramontes, who's been a homie for as long yeah. as I can remember. I love mm-hmm. Um Every
1: time you say Nam Maramontes, I just think about how beautiful his brown eyes are and how
0: long his <laughs> lashes are. I think about how hard that motherfucker could make me laugh. So, <laughs> like, I love Nam. But um, <laughs> I. You know he dated Abby, who was my best friend in like third and fourth grade, and then he dated Madison right after that, who was also a good friend of mine. And um, the I was super into the Simpsons soundtrack. Like mm. my sister had the Simpsons, like all the all the shit they did. And one of them was South of the Border, Down Mexico Way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nam said something, and I was just teasing her, like Nam, what do you know? You're from South of the Border. <gasps> <laughs> and he was like Bobby what the f- what <laughs> <laughs> and I was like he his feelings were hurt Aww. and like I was like I'm teasing like I'm like I'm not, I didn't mean anything by it I didn't mean anything by it and I felt really bad and I apologized to him I'm pretty sure because I felt really stupid but I was also like I didn't mean anything by it you know but it, I you know thinking about it he's like they were illegal yeah they were you know I'm sure treated differently because they were Mexicans and immigrants like but like I love those guys so much, and like I hate it that I put that kind of whatever ugliness yeah. on yeah. like on our. Fr- I mean, it it didn't kill our friendship. We, I, I still consider him a friend. It's not that like we talk or anything, but like when we see each other, it's like old times. So yeah, I still consider name to be a friend. So I just hated that moment. And yeah. i was just like ugh. And it's just like I like when you feel shame on your own. Yes, you know? that's, yes. Uh, that's when
1: nice. you're self aware enough,
0: and you're like, oh God, what did I just do? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's your other one? So I'm going to type his name because (laughs) he's a fucker. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Oh, I I love him, but okay. (laughs) What? What? I fucking love him, but anyway, it doesn't matter. matter.
1: (laughs) I've talked about him already on the podcast. I know. He and his wife are assholes and they deserve each other
0: i love them Um, so that's so crazy but anyways continue um
1: so i was 16 because i could drive and so i was hanging out with these guys and um these were this was my main friend group yeah it was yeah it really was um he told this joke to this other person here we go Okay. <laughs> so person A. Might have known. Yep. Just talking to person B. Uh-huh. And he was like, what's yellow? And sits on my porch. Uh, and then the punchline, quote air quote punchline, my N word. And I can paint him any color I want.
0: Are you fucking for real? That That came out of his mouth?
1: He said the whole fucking word.
0: Holy shit!
1: Person B laughed his ass off. Yeah, I kind of giggled. Cause I cause guess, you were like, I don't know what to reflex. do here. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Holy shit! I don't want to be around anybody. I don't know. I don't want to be around this friend group."
0: Uh huh. And like, especially because these are like the righteous children.
1: Yes, and also yes, and exactly. Setting
0: the example and not saying things like that and accepting was, everyone because they were the church goers.
1: Yes, and there was so many things where. That person made me specifically feel uncomfortable in my own friend group. Really? Really? Yes. So um, another one that's not due to racism, but um, they would call them butterfaces or baggerfaces.
0: Everything butterface.
1: Yes. And like um, put put a bag bag over her her head. head. Mm -hmm. So like I felt like those were those people were specifically talking about me in those instances. Mm-hmm. which is that rejection sensitivity dysphoria from yeah. ADHD or autism, yeah. because I can't like pick up on social cues.
0: Well, it's also just being a fucking teenager. too, Right. So <laughs> it's just
1: like, I don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, yeah. Um, that That's a time when I wish I would have been like, that's not okay. But I didn't.
0: It's just, but it's just not. It, it's just that sh- it just so rarely happens, you know, because you're like you're not sure, like, and you're also like just not sure about what the fuck's happening. Like, I'll straight up call my grandpa out now, and he's racist. I think I called him out that day where I was like, seriously, and I was mm-hmm. little. I was like, really, like, don't say that. But it's also like, I don't know. I it, it's it's weird. It's a weird. We need to figure it out so we can yeah. stop. Well, let's all this. let's
1: contrast our grandpas because I feel like this is. Um where it comes from was like racism in the home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so my grandpa is a Californian and he was a worker in the telephone system. Mm-hmm. And he would actually work in the Watts district um, before, you know, you know, the Watts area is like the predominantly black area. Mm-hmm. And so he would be like, um, in one, in one way, he would be like, Oh no, I get along with people regardless of the color of their skin. But then he's and, saying
0: racist things.
1: Mm, not, no, not quite. So like, he would, he would say like, I don't see color, which is like what I thought was like a good way to say like, you don't look at the color of the person, you look at the content of their heart, like the MLK, yeah, whatever. And then at the same time, okay, so he would say like, It would be so cute because I would be so dark from being out in the sun all day. Now he has skin cancer. Everybody wears sunscreen. Um, That his skin would be black, but his hair would be bleached white from the sun. And then like, or like the hair on his arm. And so he said it was so cute when the little, um, I'm going to say his verbatim, Uh when the little colored kids would come up and like pat my arm. And he would say that with like such like fondness because he was like, I, I loved being around them and like these were good memories for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, my grandma calls them coloreds now too. And, mm-hmm. she, and then she was like, well, they changed it so. Because I remember in the 90s it was African American and everyone's like, not everyone who's black is from Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and we've all lived here at the same amount of time. So how about I'm just an American? Uh-huh. Um, but so, like, I kind of get that in, in a way because I guess calling someone colored was better than calling them the N word. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just like that progression, I guess. But it's also yeah. like catch up, man. Yeah. It's one of those things where you have to
1: d- download the upgrades.
0: Yeah. Like you have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially in the time that we're in right now. Yes. Where it's just so, it's so volatile right now. Yep. Um. So my grandpa would be like that way in one way.
1: But then every time I would talk about being a Mexican. Uh-huh. He would say you're not a mexican yeah so tell us about like i mean did you have that way
0: because there's like a lot more that i'm going to talk about growing up but like is there like a my grandpa would always tease us that we had a navajo girlfriend or boyfriend or an indian girlfriend or boyfriend hmm. and um i remember one time my grandma goes well bob you you because his grand his like grandma's full full native uh-huh. She's like, you have Indian blood in you. And he goes, he turned around, he goes, well, you got Edward blood in you. <gasps> <laughs> and uh, we all laughed our asses off. I won't lie. Cause, but it was also like, he took that, his as, reaction.
1: Yeah, he took that as an insult.
0: As an insult. And then he responded by saying that she was, a blo- like she had black people blood in her, but with also with that derogatory, you know. Yes. And it was just like, so that was just common. It was just common. I have been calling, and we've all been being like, Grandpa, stop using the N-word. We have been saying that forever. Yeah. But, um... Again, my grandpa helped that man. He didn't turn someone away because of the color of their skin. Right. But he definitely judged them because of it. Yes. Which is just frustrating. And, you know, like, in the small, small town, like, we have a in in Penguish, there's a town there's a a family and I I love them uh one of the kids who's not an alcoholic I call I've called him my brother for years Mm. um but they're all Navajo and um the dad and the other brother get super drunk and make asses of themselves and everyone says it's that damn engine blood in them and that's just a way to say you know I mean we talked about this on Val's episode yeah (laughs) but it's like there's just some racism. there's just racist shit. Like yeah. my, my people say like, I've heard, I'm not going to say who, but like I've heard people who work in the town within the prison system call black people like Jigaboos and shit like that. Shut up. And it's just like, what? Like, what are you, what do you mean? And the thing that's most frustrating with me is these are people who haven't left the town. Uh-huh. They don't. They haven't experienced Anything life outside, outside of Garfield of County, yeah. 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 So it's like the fact that you're just gonna make that assumption with such confidence makes mm-hmm. me ill. So like, maybe shut up. Maybe don't. Maybe maybe get to know some people. Like they're not. Yeah. They're not read a know. book. Read. A- well, a that's a that's a crazy thing too. Is like uh, the Black Wall Street massacre. Yeah, Tulsa. Didn't know about that until I watched Watchmen two Thanksgivings ago really because it wasn't taught in school yep that's true <laughs> but it was like that was insane and like black people have been getting robbed but yeah. like from the white man like all the time like there's this thing in fargo and i think it's probably true uh chris rock's character he comes up with the concept of credit cards and they're like we're not interested and then he sees they just straight up steal the idea from him yep yeah so it's just it's yep. just like you pretend like the black man has no value.
1: That's what I was saying. And then
0: you rob them of their value.
1: Yes, that's what I was saying when I was talking about like studying up for the test and like I'm tired of these I, like Spencer comes out and does not know what mood to expect from me, but today was very <laughs> feminist and very anti-white. <laughs> and he's that's like, "You fun. know you married a size-hat white man." And I'm like, "I know." But anyway, so um, I was definitely not
0: anti-white, but I'm definitely anti whatever the fuck the white the things that are like exclusively white people doing. Right, right. So, um, and I'm not saying there aren't racist, you know, the old racist black men and stuff. Like I've heard, I've heard about this yes. from many a source. Like they're like my grandpa, my grandpa's the most racist man on this on the planet. Like from like, like my black friends. So it's like I think it's a generation thing. I'm yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad we're trying to like bridge the gap here.
1: Yeah. But anyway, I was like, I'm so tired of these um, concepts that I'm learning being and the face of these people are like white men yeah. when you know that they got these ideas from people of color and lower income people. And like, like they just they they putting their face on things that there aren't that are their idea, like we've talked about in many episodes. But um,
0: yeah, well, I mean, I think what's interesting about that is Zaid, who's my best black friend my blood he which is stupid to say but he's he and yeah. i he's one of, he's one of my best friends and he happens to be black yeah. but um he told me during the pan like during the blm thing he's like you need to like do a uh, instagram live thing and t- talk about your feelings and i'm like now's not the time for me to speak mm-hmm. but i also feel like there's got to be a complex there within because there isn't value in what the black man has to say. Right. And unless it's being said by a white man or a white person. And we're talking, we're talking like music and, you know, literature and speeches and shit. Yeah. Like MLK was such a good (laughs) speaker. I have a dream, of course it's going to resonate, but it's like how much shit gets fucking hijacked Mm -hmm. and whatever for the sake, you know, and uh, the white man, Rises up from it, because for whatever reason we've made black people scary, yeah, and, you know, yes yeah. that's the narr- that's the American narrative, yeah, um, over it,
1: um, I like that you talked about how in maybe you didn't, but like in high school, we didn't get taught, yeah, you did, we didn't get taught <laughs> about the Tulsa Oklahoma massacre, mm-hmm. um I straight up talked about in. Okay, in history class, not the AP history class with Mr. Player, but the history class with Mr. Griffin.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Noteboy was giving a
2: <laughs>
0: Noteboy, no, no. I, I boy. almost I almost I almost looked for him yesterday and like hit he's, him up, sent him a message and said, Hey what's up, man? He's
1: up, like, do it. Um
0: I'll I'll get around to it. Maybe when the holidays get closer. <laughs>
1: He was talking about, he was giving a presentation with these two p- other girls and they were doing a, um, like a presentation on the Holocaust uh-huh. and listen, I don't pay attention, but
0: it was no boy.
1: It was no boy. This was <laughs> after the note. So I was like, I'm over you. Like, fuck uh-huh. you. Uh, which was made this the, the best moment of my life. Really? I think I'm going to put it out there. This probably was. So he's talking about like the Holocaust and World War Two and then he keeps saying the Nazis the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis. The nazis. And for about five like... minutes I feel like everybody's lost. And I was just like, Do you mean the Nazis? And he was like <laughs> Shit <It varies.
0: laughs> That's interesting. How I wonder what his take on
1: it is because the, the part of me was like this guy's gotta be fucking doing this on purpose he's
0: not a stupid guy yeah
1: so why would you be joking or or about even the Red Nazis cup people
0: if you I ever went to Griffin's class if you didn't I think I was there for that I vaguely remember that I
1: hope you were because I was like <laughs> you fucking mean the Nazis I didn't say fucking back then <laughs> but I was just like
0: are you fucking uh,
1: <laughs> second thing was is that I told Mr. Griffin. He was like, "Why don't you like history?" And I was like, "Cause I know it's white man's history. That there's stories oh, that shit. aren't being told because they filter them out and teach mm-hmm. teach us only the white man's version." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Okay, fair." And I was like, "Well, don't fail me, okay? Just like give me a D <laughs> or something. C- C's get degrees or whatever.
0: <laughs> C's get degrees. That's sure. I was like, no, "Bro, I- do I
1: need to know these dates? Cause I'm gonna have the internet." <laughs>
0: Well, and I've I've said this before too. I didn't know that the Russians pretty much won World War Two, and then we came in with the right. assist right at the end. Until I freaking was talking to my brother's wife, who's Russian, and I was like, "That's embarrassing that I don't know that." Like it's because I'm like obsessed with World War Two, but it's like mm-hmm. I didn't go outside the box and go deeper. I just was like, "Oh, history class is fun," <laughs> and it's like whoever wins, you know, whoever whoever has the gold makes the rules. Same with yes. history. whoever wins yes, has the history yeah. And it's definitely whitewashed, well,
1: we are talking about um I posted a link today for um unlearning Thanksgiving. Thank you, Valerie, for yeah. sending me those like links and sharing those links, but um it just is yeah, sad. I, I,
0: i'm not I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving this year, and it nope. has a lot to do with um the conversation we had with Val,
1: yeah, yeah, and
0: I was like, I'm down, like I'm going to your thinks, I'm down. To get together with friends because yep. I think that's a fun part of Thanksgiving. But yep. like Lisa's, like, we're doing Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not gonna do it. Like, yeah, I'm not participating.
1: Pie night is something that is re- irrespective of Thanksgiving, it's around Thanksgiving because people are gonna be in town. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother, this is what I'm gonna talk about with part of my heritage. Um, my grandmother taught me my great grandmother's recipe for pie crust, uh-huh. and she brought it from you know her great grandmother from Scotland right. so um i have
0: i have a, a past down from generation secret killer pie recipe to pie crust yeah pie yeah
1: so i'm like i make pies to honor this very domestic task that i like to show off mm-hmm. to prac to keep practicing making pies because when am i going to have the opportunity to, to you know exercise this gift
0: well if you don't use it you will lose it too like, Yeah, you forget how to do stuff yeah yeah
1: and to um honor my Scottish ancestry like I'm so it's pie night I like to do pie night because people can come over we can reconnect we can say hi I missed mm-hmm. it last year so I'm like I'm gonna do it this year
0: yeah I don't I don't feel like I've celebrated Thanksgiving for a couple of years and I mean it's for a lot of reasons but it, there is some conflict there about like what is real I mean mm-hmm. and also like, okay, even if the Native Americans saved us, which they did... They did. ...by teaching us how to, like, survive... Yeah. ...we fucking slaughtered their asses after. Yes. So, like... Eh, and and so, I'm saying... And I'm not... And I'm saying we, like, as Americans, not as white people. Colonizers, yes. Colonizers, yeah. Yep. Like, I'm not saying, like, the white... Because I don't know if my family was part of that. They, pro- yeah. they probably weren't. I don't think mm-hmm. they were. I think they came over to uh to be Mormons, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So, that was much later, but I you know like it's as as the what became the United States of America we did that
1: yeah so first of all there were like this this is part of the article which i guess i'll post now but um the natives were already having trouble with the colonizers from canada
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then there were um slave traders that came and tried and successfully but also tried to get native men to be sold into slavery And, um, then they brought, so they brought disease, which wiped out entire civilizations. It was like pandemic where entire civilizations were gone. Mm -hmm. And then the Mayflower came and the natives there, they were like, well, they're bringing women and children. That means they're not here to fight. So they observed them for like a winter and saw how sick they got. And they were like, you know what we'll do? We'll teach them how to grow corn, beans, and squash.
0: Cause they're like, people are going to come. We might, you know, like it's, it's like, it was, and I've, I've made that before that where it's like someone was going to come. So they're probably like, let's be kind of the, the people that seem like, you know?
1: Yeah. And like they're bringing women and children. So like, they're not here to fight. So they teach them how to make that the following year when they have a plentiful harvest, they're celebrating Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving by themselves. They're feasting by themselves. Mm -hmm. And the natives who taught them and gave them that gift of survival were not invited. But according to white man's history, we invited them and like, whatever, no wrong. And then, um, then they were having such a redneck ass time that they started (laughs) shooting fires, like shooting guns. Uh And the natives went down to see if they were okay. Uh And then they saw that they were feasting. And then the white man was like, Hey, why don't you come down and eat well, some too? Well, since you're here, you might yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, Uh And then from that, from then on, it was um, they didn't give a fuck about who who saved their asses. They were they were going to move into their land and take them away from their heritage. Yeah, and people
0: forget. <laughs>
1: steal their children and put them in white man school and de native them and. Anyway, I read it, the th- I article read f- was like 400 years of regret because it's the 400 year anniversary of Thanksgiving and he's like they yeah. they they say we shouldn't have saved them.
0: Oh yeah, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like for fuck's sake. Um I read something today that like the the last U- US uh colonizing school ended, it ended in the US in 1936 or something like that. I'm like that's a fucking that's lie. That's not true. I'm like, we know people our age who went to these schools. (laughs) Yeah, that ain't real.
1: They're just trying to, you know, look good. They're putting whatever they want on their resume. Let's just
0: put our dick out on the table, man. Yeah, be like, here's here's our history: the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's learn from this ugly shit. Like, you know, but whatever. It's all about control. I also read something interesting today, totally off topic, that the reason why men struggle with paying child support is because they don't get control when they give child support like they figured their role was to be the breadwinner or whatever mm. and they were in control of the whole household but they're giving away their money without getting any of the control on what they crave is control mm.
2: and Interesting. so
0: <laughs> that's why they can't grasp um doing uh filing for custody because what they want is control over their ex-wife i mean i don't know if that's i mean look
1: Whatever. I mean, it's all adding up, boys.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, there's plenty of guys out there who have full custody sure. of their kids. So, and
1: also, I feel like we're in a generation of um, agreeable co-parenting. Mm. Like things it's are really important getting to better. Do that. Yeah, you're,
0: gonna, you're just going all you're doing is because up your kid.
1: because we're making more emotionally mature men mm-hmm. uh, with the age of feminism and equality and uh, women working. So there is, and also an, like
0: not being able to get married right away because we're all poor. Yes. 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 So,
1: I feel like co-parenting is becoming a lot easier. But like, damn, that hits it on the head.
0: Yeah, I was like, this is. I just feel like it's interesting. It was an interesting thought. I don't know. Like, I'm gonna have to look at the study and like percentages and all that shit. But Mm -hmm. I was like, huh, that makes. I mean, that has you know an echo of truth to it. It feels. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was like racism in the home. Mm -hmm. Was that a very popular thing in my home growing up my grandparents Mm -hmm. my grandpa would watch westerns all the time and who's always the uh bad guy
0: the indians the the native americans yep yep
1: so i feel like by the
0: way they wouldn't let uh natives play the role right they would would paint up white men or like have french students do it yes or italians yes (laughs) it's like are you are you shitting me (laughs) yes
1: and then okay so this is a terrible thing. Um, Recently, my grandpa was watching a Western and the the man told the native woman Uh that the only English word you need to know is yes. And he laughed. And my cousin was like, Grandpa, that's not funny. (laughs) And I was like, go you, even though I'm not your friend anymore. Like, (laughs) I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Because, like, honestly, growing up with it and like not having a voice because obviously the mexican part of me was already shut down and like i'm in in a very patriarchal culture religious wise Mm -hmm. um i didn't feel like my voice mattered but like when you are always painting the native american person as the bad guy or as the enemy Mm -hmm. when you're here on their land breaking their treaties they're right. frustrated. You're oh, you're right. cutting off their food supply.
0: Well, and they're not only treating him as the bad guy. It's like they're dumb too. Yes, like they're they're a subhuman.
1: Yes, and yeah. like I feel like they justified it by making Tonto be the Lone Ranger's like uh, yeah. faithful sidekick, but like there's so many so much gun violence against natives, and that is like I feel like a very popular thing for for men my grandpa's age is like they grew up on those Western shows.
0: Well, I mean, my grandpa definitely, he loves his Westerns. I've seen so many Westerns in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, but I will say like my actual home, like, um, cause I didn't move with my grandparents till I was 14. So mm-hmm. I I consider my mom's house, my, like the house I grew up in. Yeah. Um, but like the only two Westerns we were really into were true grit, which is about cowboys fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, once upon a time in the west and i think mm-hmm. they actually used actual native americans but it was an italian it's an italian director so he was like oh, a a spaghetti shit. western yeah yeah. Was, uh, yeah but it's actually it's it's a fucking great movie but um i because uh lisa's family was like our our family like our whole family was friends with their whole family like yeah and they're immigrants and we were raised you know amongst the natives and stuff and my mom my mom loves the natives just as much as we do and my dad is uh artistic and creative and i i have said that there's a picture of him in blackface in his high school yearbook Mm -hmm. but i don't really any i don't recall any racism from either one of my parents Mm -hmm. um which i'm so great i'm so grateful really great yes yeah that's that's huge huge ups to them but and
1: like i didn't think that i had racist lines either but when we're talking about like where does our internal racism come coming from it's those subliminal messages that you're getting. Cause my grandpa is not like laughing at native Americans getting shot at,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the fact that it is a acceptable it's growing
0: on in the background. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's, and then the fact that it's just accepted as like an acceptable way to uh, deal with humans that are a different race than you. Right. Um, when you're fighting or whatever, it's just like that that's where these like internalized, biases come from they're not like on purpose like some some people you know do
0: i mean i've talked about how i f- i mean my my big thing is i have this thing in my head where it's like you got to act a certain way around different races for whatever mm. reason mm-hmm. and maybe it's because i don't want to offend them or be you know because that do i look black to you thing is has scarred me it scars yes. me to stay like i'm yeah. still cringing about it and, and like half my life ago
1: yeah and like you want to come across as like an ally and 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 like Mm -hmm. not a racist an anti-racist person and so you go out of your way to make sure that you're like the good kind of white person you know what i mean but
0: that's also like kind of makes you racist Racist. yeah yes so it's like so stupid that it's even a thought in my head because i know i'm an intelligent person but the fact Mm -hmm. that i struggle to get around it like how i talked about my first black sexual experience was he and we, he and I are texting. We're probably going to get together, but I also feel like I need to see him more as a person than as Mm -hmm. a conquest. Yes. I might be fetishizing him a little bit, which I don't really like. Um, But I don't know. It's just, I think it's just because I didn't, we weren't really around. I wasn't around black people. Yeah. uh, Except for like Miracle and Liz. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I was excited, but I didn't want to be like, it's like, I didn't want to be how I was at Tommy's show where I was overly excited and like yeah. piss them off, you know what yes. I mean? But it's just like, it's just such a stupid thing that it's even, cause it is, it's, it's, it's rooted. It's at the roots. Yeah. And I talking about it's obviously going to help alleviate, alleviate it or whatever. But like, it's just like, I, I don't, I don't know totally what it is about. I think yeah. it's just like an unfamiliarity.
1: And then like, because
0: I am really interested in people's like lives and yes, stuff. Yes. Yes you
1: know? So along those lines, like I was, um, Chicago was a very diverse place. Uh-huh. And when I lived there and was able to talk to a lot of different kinds of people, I felt very at home, very comfortable where mm-hmm. I was. I went to a barbecue my first week and, um, this gal was like, had a really cute hairdo. And uh-huh. so I was like, admiring it and I was I wasn't trying to make it a thing but like a black
0: chick I was I was gonna bring up hair too with black people too cause yeah it's like I don't get it I yeah. want to know like I'm just it's genuinely just interest it's like yes. a, it's like a child like curiosity
1: yeah so I was like thinking in my head I, those <laughs> curls look kind of like my curls and mm-hmm. so I'm thinking I want to know where you get your hair done so that I can get my hair done there too and I was like girl who does your hair and she was like Oh, girl, it's a wig. And I was like, <laughs> shit. I, like, I was completely unaware that, like, wigs were a big thing among black communities. And why is that? It's because while I didn't see color, mm-hmm. that meant in my brain that, like, we're all the same. But in reality, it's like. It's not. It's not and my case. grandma's been buying me black girl hair gel for decades right Uh so she's she's like i didn't want to tell you (laughs) this is so racist yeah (laughs) i didn't want to tell you where i got this gel because it was in the black section and i was like i don't give a fuck about where you get my hair gel i just want it to look good
0: you're like all i care about is i like i look fly (laughs) yeah
1: and i was like oh i guess i have black hair and so like if because i didn't see color or because i wasn't like you know what I mean? I didn't learn. It's, it's
0: a naivety, you know. It's, it's yes. Like it's, just, it's just like not, and that I think that's. I think that's honestly. It's like starting your sexual, uh, li- your sex life later on in li- like after yes. in your twenties. It's like I'm nervous that I'm going to fuck up, and yes. it's making me think weird things and do weird things and say weird things.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's like that because yes. it's just like,
0: like it's like I. I am excited to see this new culture. I am excited to get the Black experience. I do want to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Because I don't think they're making this shit up. <laughs> you yeah. know. And I think there's a whole fucking culture out there. Like, like, I love Ice Cube. I fucking love Ice Cube. And, like, Friday, like, totally not my atmosphere. But it's also, like, I was raised in the ghetto of Richville you uh, know what I mean like I was raised poor I was raised you know like people were always up to no good and shit like that it's like yeah. we're all we're all doing the same thing just like the, the packaging's a little different and it's just like I don't know it's just it's it's frustrating because I hate that I'm 33 and have like not a lot of black experiences but yeah. it's also like I hate that I'm general I'm like categorizing my experiences over race but it's just yes like, it, is, it is what it is though you know
1: Um, growing up in Richfield though, like we did have the Hispanics there and like the Mexican kids Mm -hmm. and like the native American kids, Mm -hmm. but something that's unique to Mormonism. Well, it's not actually unique to Mormonism, but like for listeners that don't know what Mormonism is about. Um, so the book of Mormon talks about, Mm -hmm. um, people who came over from Jerusalem and there was two brothers. Well, there was a, a lot of brothers, but one brother was Nephi and he was white and delightsome and obeyed God's commandments. And the other was Laman and he and his younger brother or whatever, they fought against God and then their skin was darker because they were sinning against God and rebelling against God. Mm-hmm. And the Book of Mormon up until recently taught that the Lamanites or the sons and um, progenitors, no descendants of <laughs> Lam- like, What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird I'm like, word I'm like flicking off my nail polish and I literally stopped oh and like looked God. at the ceiling I'm like what is she saying
1: I had a little moment of that last uh, like two minutes ago and I was like I gotta keep up okay so the Lamanites and their descendants are the principal or were recently taught that they are the principal ancestors of the Native Americans Now, DNA says that that's not true, but up until very recently, and I'm talking, like, 2000s, 2015, and even, like, God, even the other day, my mother-in-law talked about how there was, like, these Lamanite schools, right? But, but (laughs) I remember a very specific moment where I thought that this wasn't okay. So, like, a teacher at South Sevier, mm-hmm. called... Um, so there was, like, this native family in Annabella. They were the Christiansons, and they had, like, three sons, and they were all attractive and fun. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, the one's name was Carson, and Mr... Did I say his name? I sa- I'll just no. say the teacher. Uh-huh. The teacher um, called Carson a Lamanite brethren. Uh-huh and wait
0: was this in like not seminary
1: this was in i think this was in church or it could have been in school
0: okay oh no if it was in school that's inappropriate if it's in church it's still inappropriate but like i can't remember i can't remember the
1: setting but i remember because like this guy's in my ward so i go to church with him every day Uh or every sunday and i look at him and i think he's not a lamanite well i mean also black,
0: black people descendants of cain
1: that's what that's what was taught until the 70s I think,
0: and when they yeah when they finally gave black people the priesthood or black yeah
1: men. yeah uh, uh probably the eighties too Bruce Armitage wrote that in um the fuck Bruce Armitage more... yeah fuck you Brucey um, douchebag uh so I remember thinking in that moment I was like that's not fucking okay that yeah. sounds racist but then Carson like laughed it off
0: well what the fuck else is he gonna do right
1: but my child brain was like. Oh, so that must be, like, a common thing for him to hear. And him being, like, the only representative I know of this Native American life in here in Annabelle, mm-hmm. that must be okay. Looking back on it, I'm like, no. Like, he definitely was like, I'm not going to talk back to my teacher and not, definitely not in front of these white kids. Well, and like, I
0: mean, I don't think he was able to unpack it up. Sure. Right up. I think he's a child, so, too. Yeah, he was he's handed something. And he was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm sure, like, maybe he's never thought about it again. But I'm sure he's thought about it again. And he's probably like, what the fuck was that? Even if it was, like, immediately yes. after. But it's like, get the attention off of me right now. Yes. I'll laugh. Let's move on. So,
1: up, I even I mean, saw... you're a
0: woman. How many times have you done that?
1: Oh, so many fucking times where I'm just like, Yep, gotta save my life here.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna laugh about ha, the thing you just said up. Huh? Okay, yeah, women are stupid anyways, let's uh, move on. <laughs>
1: so, um there was even a Facebook group during the pandemic, I think it was twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Sad that it's been taking so long, but there was um a Facebook group of this area seventy who was travelling around the world or whatever, the United States and giving um a fireside on like the lamanite connection or connecting with our lamanite brethren and um the dna testing
0: is there though
1: i know i know intersectional nasty women of utah which is a facebook group that like goes and like but bees like warriors and like gangs up on, on injustice or whatever they that's a playoff f-
0: that's playoff playoff Trump calling Hillary nasty, right?
1: I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, um they brought this to my attention, I think, or maybe it was Progressive People of Harriman, coolest group in the Facebook here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, brought this to my attention and everybody flooded that event with it's DNA proven that native people are not descendants of layman oh, Knight, no. layman take your bullshit white Israelite. man's yeah take your bullshit white man's story away from these native people they don't need your bullshit they don't need your cult like stop yeah,
0: like, stop go saying away. this go grow
1: up yeah. and for my for i literally heard it like this past week talking about well the Lamanite connection the Lamanite connection because we talked about valerie -huh and like the things that I learned, and she's like, "Well, I wonder if I would like it because you like you know the laymanites are like, so I have a connection there, like the Mormons and stuff, and I was just like, it's not the fucking same like <laughs> please, please do not connect these two concepts because one is not true well, and the Mormon up, Church yeah. does not teach that the that that layman was the ancestor of Principal ancestor of the Native Americans, it's been changed to among the ancestors. So, like, please don't. If you're Mormon and you're listening to this podcast this far in, please stop <laughs> using that language for Native Americans. It's not true. It's I not true.
0: Think, I think most Mormons don't think about this shit. I just still think, think, think they so? do. I think so. I mean, like, I think, I think, uh, <sighs> I think if there were so many, I'm not going to say being raised Mormon was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if there wasn't so much weight on it, uh, it wouldn't have been like terrible. Like going, being with your community, you know, once or or twice a week, there's nothing wrong with that. If it
1: wasn't going to be Mormonism, it was going to be another religion.
0: Right. So it's like, okay, I get it. But it's just like, I think a lot of people who are still Mormon don't really think about this shit that's like so it's affecting people you know mm-hmm. it's affecting everyone but white white people mm-hmm. and even white straights you
1: mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. you have to be straight to be into VIP heaven for sure
0: right and it, and more specifically white straight mel- men Um, you know but like it's just it's just whatever I do what you want but also consider consider this <laughs>
1: yes thank you please listen and just don't do that anymore um, so my grandmother always said that her great grandmother was native American uh-huh. and, um, from the Choctaw tribe and she's from Arkansas. Okay. So like, she's like deep South or whatever. French. That's,
0: isn't that prairie? Are you, She's from Louisiana. Arkansas. Arkansas is not French. Is it?
1: Okay. Isn't so it, isn't
0: it? Isn't it? Pra- is, that's prairie shit. Isn't it?
1: Okay, so listen, Kansas, right? Uh-huh. That is the pronunciation for the native word for that area. Uh-huh. I think it was Kansas or something like that. So, yeah. um, and then
0: which means big fish in Navajo.
1: S- sweet, mm-hmm. sweet. Um, so Arkansas is the f- the French settlement of the same area. So Kansas was the English settlement. So that's how they pronounce it: it's K-A-N. SAS. SAS.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> and then
1: Arkansas is the French, so that's Arkansas. that's why. That's why they're, they're different. But um yeah, so my my grandma always claimed that she was like part Choctaw. Uh-huh. And um doing 23 and me and ancestry DNA kits.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I um you can see on the chromosomes that one chromosome comes from Native American. Like uh-huh. it's it's lit up all native american and the other side is not Uh and so i was like oh my fucking god i wonder if like my mom has always been like i'm part native american and so are you and we should be proud of our native american heritage and here's a here's a dream catcher and um
0: that's also like recovering from meth yes yes yes
1: (laughs) yes and you telling me that opened up my eyes to some shit that I was like, oh, my God.
0: I was kind of anti like, like, you know, it's very cultural appropriation. But it's just yes, been, it's just recovering from meth. That's just what or maybe it's even being on meth makes you really feel like you're in touch with the natives. But uh, yeah, and also
1: just making um, dream catchers out of dental floss and beads.
0: <laughs> it like family family. Yes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then, like, selling them
0: during rehab.
1: (laughs) Okay, Lord. So I um I bought, (laughs) I bought my my father has already done DNA, and so is my grandmother and my grandfather on my Mexican side. So I know which genes come from him. So I wanted to make sure that I was not going to be wrong about this. But I bought my grandparents. I wanted to do this before they died. Uh, some ancestry kits, and. Literally no Native American connection on that side. They are all French and Scottish and hmm. Dutch and zero percent Native American.
0: I wish I was French. <laughs>
1: so you are. I bet you are. How about get a DNA test?
0: I I'm not gonna do it till my. Dad
1: <laughs> I know dies. you are. I know.
0: No, and honestly, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'll ever do it just because I don't want my DNA in the fucking system. It like, doesn't the fuck fucking matter. They
1: already have it, Bobby. They already have it.
0: I don't know when you're born
1: when they're when you're born they take your blood
0: I know they do but like I don't I don't that was an 88 like I don't I don't think it's the same I don't think it's the same you know well they have I don't to. Know. we'll see because we'll see they what happens out,
1: they figured out your blood type right
0: I don't know what my blood type is like my blood is very untouched they
1: know they know your blood type I mean unless you were born at home which is highly likely because you had a meth head dad and a mormon mom
0: no, I was born at I was born in Severe Valley Hospital.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: anyway, no Native American connection. And what happened was digging into my history, um, that Native American grandmother she adopted a baby and raised it as her own. And so, mm-hmm. like, and like it only came out years later when DNA testing came along that this this branch was not blood related to that oh, okay. person. So,
0: cool,
1: interesting, right?
0: Yeah, that is interesting. I uh, I have a full native grandma somewhere, on uh, my grandpa's side, my mom's dad's side.
1: So, how many times removed are you? Are you like an eighth? Then,
0: I think I'm either an eighth or a sixteenth, which is not a lot. You know? No,
1: no. But what tribe?
0: I don't know. I honestly don't know. My grandpa is ashamed of it, so we don't know about it. You know what I mean? I think uh, his sister told me, but she's dead. Um, and oh,
1: what a shame.
0: But, like, when you look at my grandpa and my cousins and my mom and her brothers, they all have dark hair and olive skin. They all have black hair and olive skin. So, like, yeah. Not, it's just not a surprise there. Yeah. You know? Wow. You wouldn't know what to look at me. I'm fucking white as fuck.
1: Right. But you got that nose.
0: Do I have a native nose?
1: I think... I mean, like, I'm not but a native nose my, looker, but... My
0: nose is my dad's nose. and he's, Okay. I don't think... I mean, but he's from, he's from Southern Utah, so, I mean the chances are good you know yeah knows.
1: yeah i would love for you to find out girl <laughs> I, don't, I don't because know. honestly um so in I my 20s like there's a nazi me,
0: thing there's a nazi angle there's a my dad might be a serial killer angle there's you know there's a lot of things i just don't really i don't know i don't want i know. think
1: aubrey if you're listening can you do the dna test <laughs> i just want to know i just want to know what bobby is
0: she's not gonna come on we're in a fight she'll do it but she's not gonna show me she'll do it for
1: me you'll do it for me right ob because you're like my older sister now. <laughs> uh, that's really manipulative. I'm sorry. I'm such a bitch. Um, I'm so
0: older sister of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, you can go ahead and have this conversation with her. I'm just going to shut up. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my 23 me like kind of traces back to like the areas that your, your specific lineage is more prevalent so, it would be really cool if some of your lineage was, like, Utah Central or whatever. Like, that would be really cool to find out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't really, um, I think that probably has to do with being raised Mormon. I'm just not super into ancestry. I'm just like, mm, I like genealogy. I'm like, shut up. True.
1: Like, our our parents' generation was really into it, and, like, by the time it my came grandma, to us. My grandma, my grand my Yeah, grand,
0: yeah, my yeah, grand, yeah. Yeah, like, and, like, every, all the women, like. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I think so, history is cool and stuff, but I also don't want to be—I don't want to pigeonhole myself based off what my what my genealogy, gen- yeah, my genes are, you know. Yeah,
1: true. But also, by the time that it got to us, it was like, well, it's already done. So why fucking bother with genealogy? Thanks for doing that. Like, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, we didn't put such an emphasis on it because, like, by the time that we got around to it it was already pretty much done for a lot of our family.
0: Yeah. But like I said, I don't, I don't know that that's weird that my family doesn't do it. Oh, they don't do it. No. Like, so I feel like my grandma's sister offered to do my mom and my dad. So, cause like my mom was her niece. So she was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll do this for Kim and Carolyn. And then for some reason she stopped. Hmm. And We don't, like, my grandma Albie was super religious. She was, like, her and her sister would go to all the funerals, all the weddings. They were at Mm -hmm. church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. You know, all the board parties, all the shit. Never, I've never heard about her past. Like, I've never heard about it. And I could just be totally, just, I could just be totally. Paranoid um, about it? No, I'm just, maybe I just miss those conversations. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I don't (laughs) really recall a time where we talked much about, the family history. So yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I've We're already all... brought, I've already brought enough hashtag disgrace on this family. I think I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's on you, man. <laughs> and then we look the way we look. So it's like, uh, there, there's some there's something going on.
1: I would love to build it out because I found out like some murders in my family history I found out that um baby adoption uh that my grandma had no idea about uh-huh. and so I'm like telling my grandma stories about her ancestors that she's like oh I never heard that and I was like she's like are you sure this is my ancestry I'm like yeah
0: she's like yeah bitch <laughs> yeah it's all
1: here <laughs> um but it's already been built out by somebody so all you need to do is link up and figure it out but Honestly, the reason why I got into Ancestry last year mm-hmm. was because, so for people who aren't caught up or who just skipped the um, first 12 episodes or whatever.
0: For those of you who are really interested in what a bunch of white women fell <laughs> Yeah, right Sorry, now. Sorry, you're not white.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but I am. I'm white passing, so, mm-hmm. and I was raised white. We'll get into it. Um, right now, actually, is that <laughs> I met my dad, my 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 father's Mexican. Now, when you hear Mexican, you probably hear like, I lean like a cholo, side to side, elbows up, with like, short
0: like an brown essay. men.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My dad is like, six foot four. And his brothers are tall. And... They are from Guadalajara, which, when you go down there, those are tall Mexicans, but, like, Mm -hmm. when the Baeza boys are in town, they really know. They're like, oh, there they are. They're like the Bennets. They're
0: they're, the Hall of the talls. Yeah,
1: they're the Bennets of Guadalajara. (laughs)
0: So... do you ever just feel like you see a bunch of trees walking across the street and it's just the fence? It's so fucking brutal. It was so it. fucking funny.
1: Oh man, I will never forget. And because Shit. it's so true. Oh god, that was um, just funny. No,
0: I. Yeah, so they're not like stereo, like stereoty- stereotypes suck too. Because like true, my, my Mexican experience was Oscar. My the man, the man, the Mexican man of my life was Oscar, which is Lisa's uh-huh. dad. He's tall. He's a worker. Like, he's cute. Like, I love Oscar. He's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I know what you mean. And, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I grew up in a house where I was, like, not allowed to be Mexican. And my father was villainized for spitting in my mom's face and punching her in the pregnant belly. And my father was stigmatized for a lot of things, which I only had half the story of. Uh Uh, Thanks, Dad, for telling me your side. Um, Again, like we talk about a lot the truth lies in the middle yeah um but um i always wanted to know my mexican history and participate in like culture like that but Uh um it was just very very discouraged
0: like a a taboo topic like you didn't discuss it
1: yeah and every time i would be like i want to learn about this because i'm mexican my grandpa would be like you're not mexican and I was like, actually, I am. Like in a way, he's right, though, right? Because right. my whole life I've been raised up in a white household. So he's like, you're not Mexican because you're not culturally Mexican. But then I would be like, why? Why am I not allowed to be culturally Mexican? Like well, there they was took-
0: like no, there was they didn't have. I don't know. I think maybe your grandpa perhaps as racist against Mexican, that's possible. He's in the age group where that seems plausible. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm
1: pointing at. Yep.
0: But maybe he was also pissed off at your dad and he was like, Nope, you're us. You're not him. You're us. Uh,
1: yeah. And like, obviously my grandparents are working off of my mom's events that the right. her side of the story of what they're doing. But when we lived in California, I lived less than a mile away from my Mexican grandparents.
0: Mm, that's too bad.
1: And I I met my grandfather one time, mm-hmm. and um, my grandpa. I remember this. I remember this. My grandpa brought me in the front room, uh-huh. and he said, "This is um this is my friend Joe," and I was like, "Hi." And so like I was wondering why my grandpa brought me in to meet a grown man,
2: uh-huh. and he and was, it was like, "Your he, other grandpa."
1: Yeah, and he was, and and then my grandpa my grandpa joe he told this on the first time i met him he's like i met you when you were a kid and your grandpa called me your friend and that really hurt me Aww. and i was like i remember meeting you and yeah. i'm so sad that like like he went out to his car and he cried
0: Aww, and he's that's like so sad
1: bobby when i tell you like i have like this big pain in my heart because mm-hmm. like Yes, my white grandparents wanted me to be protected from abuse, right? But they stole away from me a culture and a family and love. Mm-hmm. So, well,
0: like even if like you were just exchanging like birthday cards and stuff, you could at least have gotten some sort of cultural experience or Cause connection. Like, Mex- mm-hmm. Yeah, because Mexicans do do things differently, you know. And like, yeah, that's like Lisa always has a open, huge open can of pickled jalapenos in her fridge which i love because her parents did that yeah kids like it's just like you know they they there's just like little nuances that you're like hi i missed out on that you know yeah
1: yeah and like i'm trying my best my grandparents got covid um Uh and i was really scared that they were going to i was going to lose them Uh this was before the vaccine was available so and like they have grandkids that live with them that work out, out of the home so like it was pretty unavoidable but um yeah like why was i not allowed to be mexican as soon as i could like on every application i put that i'm mexican and like on censuses my my husband was like what are you and i was like put me down as mexican duh like he's like but here's the here's the same conversation that we were getting to anyway Mm -hmm. i'm white passing i don't speak a lot of spanish i'm trying um and like my mannerisms are very white and my tradition, my cultural t- traditions that I was raised on are very
0: white. Okay. but here's the problem with racism, right? You're half Mexican, period. Yes. So Whatever you're doing is Mexican. That's true. You know what I mean? And this is actually the problem with racism is you think that black people act a certain way Mexicans act a certain way. Da, da, da. Sure. There's cultural differences. Of course there are, but, um, I mean, Carlton said it best on uh fresh prince of (laughs) bel-air when some guy's like you're not black he's like yeah i am because i'm a black man maybe i'm not hood enough for you maybe i'm not this maybe i'm not that but i live every day as a black man in america and this is i Mm -hmm. am a black man what i'm doing is black because i am black and it's like that's true like carlton definitely doesn't act quote unquote black in fresh prince of bel-air like it's the joke it's the butt of the it's like a play. you know there's a joke about it every it was commentary yep yeah but there is that scene where he's just like, don't put me in a fucking box. <laughs> like, yeah. So guess what? Your mannerisms, even though they're quote unquote white, they're Mexican. Because guess That's what? True. You're Mexican. You know?
1: Yeah. But I'm white passing enough to get away with weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> my, um, very,
0: my very white uh, Diller just got rolled. So. Jeez. You'll have to tell me about that off air. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um another thing that i want to talk about along the same lines is that like i got into ancestry so that i could meet like quote unquote meet my great grandparents on my mexican side because i can tell you every story up and down my grandpa's told it to me a million times about you know, his ancestors and who they were and how they acted and how much he loved them and the things that he remembers about them. See,
0: my family doesn't talk about shit like this. So it doesn't even, it doesn't even, like, it's not an interest of mine. It's just like, it just isn't.
1: So I'm reconnecting Mm -hmm. to this like Mexican side of me. Mm -hmm. And like literally this year I didn't get to it because of ADHD and depression, but (laughs) this was the year that I wanted to start my ofrenda. Because, um, it's, it's for dia de Muertos and it's for the day of the dead Uh where um you put up pictures and you tell stories and you remember your dead ancestors and like i'm never going to i'm never going to know the people that they were right i'm Uh only going to be told the good things about them anyway but i think it is important for me and for my child because here's here's my childhood trauma right I was not allowed to know both sides of my family. I only had a mom. I want. I'm. I'm organizing pictures of great great grandparents, great grandparents, grandparents, parents, uh, us, and then Halo on a wall, Uh because I want her. This is like going to be some fucking serious black tapestry. Yeah. Uh, mentioning Harry Potter here. Like, (laughs) I want. I want my kid to see that she has a very diverse and rich cultural background uh-huh. that is unique to her. It really is unique to her.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I like that, I mean, to- why not? I think that's, I think it's, I think there's a more of a thirst there for you because like you said, you only had a mom. You were always wondering what that other side was. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that gap there. I don't give a sh- I, I just don't care.
1: That's okay, that's, <laughs> I feel like that's okay.
0: No, I mean but I'm also I wonder I wonder it maybe that's me lacking empathy on this cuz I I think it's really cool that you're doing it. I think that's great. But it just has never occurred to me. I'm just like I don't I mean like I don't I don't care. <laughs> I'm sure they I'm sure they were all white and they were all awful, so. <laughs> I wonder
1: if yeah, I wonder if this is a common thing where if okay, so like I'm having no contact with my mom right, but my mom's still going to go on the wall. Right. Uh I wonder if there are hard boundaries due to your past because maybe your grandparents were breaking generational curses for them.
0: Perhaps. You know, that's, that's actually really possible. Um, but my grandpa's, uh, my da- my mom's dad, um, his parents died when he, he, like, dropped out of school and he was in eighth grade to take care of the family. Wow. Because his family, his parents were dead. So... I mean, I don't know. I don't think
1: there's probably just trauma and it probably just got too well, painful to pass my the mo- stories down.
0: My mom's uh mom's dad was an alcoholic. She my grandma thinks talks about him fondly. She calls him daddy. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> I he was an alcoholic and uh, he was he was kind of funny, I think. Mm. Um in in the sense that he was like up to no good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I don't know, like, just from some of the stories my grandma tells me, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he let someone molest you that day. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, she'll just be like, yeah, he just picked some guy up, I remember. And he slept in the, like, she, you can tell she doesn't remember some stuff, but she remembers the way she's describing it. I'm like, this is a predatory situation that's happening right now. You know, I just
1: walked my client through a situation like that where I was like, did you, do you have, like, we were talking about family history and XYZ. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about, like, did you find that that was a strange relationship? Like, was he sexually abusive or just abusive? And she's like, oh, no, like. He was just abusive. He never touched me. One time, he did masturbate over my sleeping body, and I woke up to it. And I was like, "Okay, the, okay that's, well, that's getting molested. sexual abuse." <laughs>
0: is that like getting molest- is that technically getting molested or whatever?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it's sexual abuse. It's, it's sexual abuse, abuse, sexually. Yeah. Yes, and so uh, well, I get that though, and she was a child, right?
0: Right, and I get that because I was like, what thirty when I thirty one when I realized that my dad tried to molest me. That t- yes, trip. yeah, I just it was just me being like. I I just wasn't able to connect the dots. Like, it, yep. it, But like, if I if anyone told me that story, I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh.
1: So I wonder if there's just like these generational things where they didn't have the words for them and they didn't they didn't know that it caused trauma, and they didn't know that it passed down, and they were raised in and... a way
0: where you respect your elders no matter what, and yeah. you don't speak ill of the dead and all that shit.
1: Yeah. So, so I wonder if my ancestors were pieces of shit. Maybe so but um i also think that like having a connection to a culture and feeling because i never could i'm Uh trying to reconnect to that and that's why i want to have an ofrenda and that's why i want that no i think it's great i
0: think it's great that you're doing it i'm just genuinely like just sitting here wondering like why this isn't a a thing for my family especially with the mormon culture of genealogy like i've always i've always wondered why none of us care about it (laughs) like i've i've i i I haven't always wondered that, but I've never cared about Jenny. And i always just thought it was a rebellion. But now that I'm thinking hmm. about it, I'm like, none of us have ever talked about it. We don't talk about the family history at all. Like, I have a picture. We have one picture of my grandpa's dad, I think, really? uh, in World War One, And Stephen Lee, uh, Stephen Lee made it move. Like, he animated it.
2: Oh. Um, oh.
0: Which I think... I think my grandpa thought it was way cool. He was like happy about it, but I don't know anything about these people. Like there isn't, we don't talk about them. Their pictures aren't up. None mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I think mean, I honestly, I'm just like, I don't, I don't, we don't talk about families. Like we don't talk about our our genealogy at all. Interesting. On either side of the family.
1: Do you know what? There were like, People were doing Twenty Three and Me and figuring out that they were related to um, runaway Nazis.
0: Yeah, and I think that's gonna be a thing. I think that's, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a thing in my family history on my family tree.
1: That's so interesting. My like gra-
0: my my grandma's maiden name is Ott. My dad's mom's maiden name is Ott. O T T. I just yes, feel like that's a Nazi, Nazi want, Germany show. I right
1: want there. the. I want the. I want the. Mystery to be unfolded before my eyes, like I'm so interested <laughs> like, in like it. Like my history, <laughs> yeah, your personal <laughs> blood but, history. I
0: don't know if you've seen Where Eagles Dare. Um, no, it's a it's has uh, Clint Eastwood in um, Burton, uh, Richard Burton in it. It's from the '60s and it's one of my favorite movies. Um, but <laughs> it's a World War II movie, and the bad the Nazi in it looks exactly like my dad. Oh exactly. My And, like, or, like, like, yeah. I'm just, like, Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then throw hot
0: on top of it. And Albie, like, I've even Googled Albie, the last name Albie. I can't find shit on it. Really? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's a made-up name.
1: They probably stole an identity of the other Alvies in town.
0: (laughs) Well, I've, uh, I mean, let's not get it twisted. The other Alvies in town look like they could be, sentence of nazis as well yep they're all blonde hair blue eyed so like whatever but like um i was reading something or maybe i dreamt this that like it was n-a-l-v-e-y that was the that was the last name
1: Ooh, you gotta think... you got revelation girl
0: and so like i maybe if i googled that but i i honestly like it remains a mystery, so no one fucking talks about it on either side of the family. I don't know why.
1: Alvi is a name of Anglo-Saxon origin and came from the Germanic personal name German. Aldway, which was derived <laughs> from Aelwig, which means noble war.
0: Yep. See, war, German.
1: <laughs> Mal- Malvi, yeah. Malvi, M A L V What is that? Uh, it's just I on, mean, and I uh, also an I astray. also
0: fucking love my last name too. Yeah. So if there was any like negative, in, I just don't want to know. I just I would I I don't want to like be like oh cool my great great uncle killed like a thousand Jews. I, well, I don't want to know.
1: Well, part of the reason why I was digging in my personal family history is because see if I had any pedophiles in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted to know if any of my ancestors were um what, polygamists what, which they were and uh, if they were married to underaged women
0: oh, and if that, want, maybe maybe that's why there's quiet shit on the orton side too is because of polygamy mm. i don't know i don't i bet some of my cousins are gonna hit me up and be like bitch we talk about this all the time you're,
1: just <laughs> you're always just getting your tires done <laughs>
0: <laughs> well but i think about that too like we talk about like Rel- relatives that we've all known in our lifetime like Jason and I will talk about like his dad Brent was my favorite uncle mm-hmm. um and he's he died like really early um and we talk about him all the time we talk about his brother we talk about you know granny or in we talk about you know because we all we know but we don't talk about any other other uh, further generations mm-hmm. so I don't fucking know. (laughs) I (laughs)
1: wonder what kind of trauma there was there. I'm thinking Nazis. I'm thinking generational trauma where there's, like, no contact breakaway. I'm thinking, like, maybe...
0: Deaths. That's too painful to talk about, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, my grandpa is crazy about us driving, which is so funny because he runs a trucking company. But his mom died on black ice. So, Mm. whenever... Mm. Whenever I like tear off in the middle of the night, which I've been doing since I could drive, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. he always and like, or if I'm upset, like uh, I got, I was really upset and I was like I I need to go I need to leave like I'm like I'm gonna go to my mom's for like the week. I'm like I'm not going back to school because some a hole duct tape hit, put duct tape over my mouth and his pubes were on it. Ew. <laughs> I was so what? Pissed. How did we get to this? <laughs> but. I was saying, I went to my grandparents, and I was like, "I need to go back to Richville, oh, I see, to not be here right now, yeah, and he was like, calm down, I don't want you driving like this, mm-hmm. so I mean, he obviously has some pain there because that's how mm-hmm. his mom died and stuff, but I don't know why we don't talk about it anyways, back to racism,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is all about racism, you know, yeah, because I think part of part of white privilege is knowing the percentage of not white you are, you know what I mean, oh, okay like white people are all about like let's let's get our 23 and me kits for christmas to so that we can not be that white you know yeah anyway no, for
0: sure no i think that's that's an apt statement and it made me feel good about myself too <laughs> Cause I'm like, well, I guess I'm not privileged. I guess i do not that white privilege in that area. Uh, anything
1: that I can do to just pet your ego here is Thank was, you. Thank you're you. welcome. And it's um, one
0: o'clock in the morning, so I'm coming alive finally.
1: You're like, I'm awake.
0: Frampton comes alive. Here I am, I want to show you the way. Uh,
1: my white family though, uh, will talk in front of my face about how we lost a lot of good men in the Alamo. The of course they're talking I mean? about the white guys.
0: Your family's still talking about the Alamo?
1: My grandpa is, turns out, a Trump supporter. (laughs) Shock. Doesn't like women or Mexican or uh, LGBTQ people, which is just me. So I felt very attacked during this last four (laughs) years, five years.
0: Well, not you, but everyone else, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yeah, everybody dealt with this in their family where they felt uh, raise your hand if you've ever been victimized by a Trump supporter. Right. You know, so like. Um, but we're, we're the
0: snowflakes, man.
1: Right. But <laughs> we're the ones. Anyway, probably why people are not listening to this podcast is they're not liberal enough. Um, people are listening
0: to this podcast. I, I never know what you're saying when you're saying people are listening to the
1: podcast. They are. They are. But I'm saying people are also not listening.
0: <laughs>
1: the F word and they're just liberal. Uh, Hi
0: guys, this is the part of the episode where Kendra has a nervous breakdown for a podcast we haven't even had out for six months (laughs) is it wildly worldwide worldwide popular
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I just keep hearing about how the the Mexicans got the, we killed a lot of Mexicans and like, remember the Alamo and like, my grandma thinks she's related to Davy Crockett, have not proven it yet, I thought I did I got really excited, wrong Davy Crockett (laughs) It was a different year uh, But he was like she was like well we lost Davy Crockett and like she gets sad like that's her
0: grandpa like her homie or something yeah, yeah
1: and then like um, in the meantime I'm like you know I'm Mexican right you know like Texas you know all of that <laughs> like
0: well yeah and wasn't there some dirty deeds done during she Dirt Cheap freaking at that place. Weren't the white men kind of the dickheads in that?
1: Are not are we going to read the white version of that history or <laughs> the brown version of that history?
0: Uh, I mean, obviously not the white version.
1: <laughs> I just like, like everything in history. I'm like, okay, tell me your side, I guess. Like, I don't like.
0: I, I think like textbook shit's bad. I think like when someone's like, uh, I actually did the history, like a historian's like, here's what actually happened.
1: Yes. I want to know all of the stories. That's why I started studying the Native American stories from um, Canada, and like I was like, this isn't about our area specifically, but I can learn a lot from this version of their side. You know?
0: Can I tell you? I'm just so annoyed how so many Americans are like, the Canadians were so awful. It's like, bitch, you don't know how bad it's gonna get because it's gonna Mm -hmm. get ugly, and they Mm -hmm. just they just well they did that one in Penguich and. Then, um, which no one's talking about anymore, and then there was just a huge one. I think in like Oklahoma. Oh, just, just you're week. talking
1: about the residential schools.
0: Yeah, oh the my like, God. yeah, and it was like 103 bodies. It's like that's just the tip of the motherfucking iceberg. Listen, wait for it. This real bad.
1: I really am. I'm considering wearing orange to honor the native Native children that were murdered in those schools because a lot of native americans um they 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 don't celebrate that day you know what i mean but they mm-hmm. view they that day, as a day, as a of, day of mourning and yeah. remembrance yeah. yeah so i might i might show up as a liberal to thanksgiving and be ready to fight so <laughs> have you seen that meme that's going around what please tell me that is this i'm gonna send it to you it's so funny <laughs>
0: Gonna have to describe it to the listeners at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to pull it up.
1: It just kills me every time I've I've seen it float around for a couple of weeks.
0: Uh-huh. Oh my God, my friend Lindsay. Seriously, she just keeps sending me the lady Sasquatch videos. Oh yeah, and, and I know she's just dying, and that's that's what brings me joy. Like I don't, I don't even necessarily <laughs> think they're funny, but like the fact that she thinks they're just so hilarious is <laughs> just like it, it's everything to me. So every time she sends me one, I'm just so happy. She just oh me one. my God. <laughs> how do you
1: feel? How do you feel when I send you TikToks? You're just like this bitch again, or do you watch? No, them? I
0: I usually watch them.
1: Because I try to save the best ones for you. I get tempted a lot to be like, I gotta send this to Bobby. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't know. I've I've sent my Max for the day.
0: It's like that episode of The Office when uh, Daryl's like, you only have one more text message to Andy. He's like, and if it's not good, I'm blocking you. <laughs> and it's like, what, a pigeon eating an ice cream cone? <laughs> and then he's like, okay, That's yeah, you're right. That's
2: a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Fucking Shit. office. Talk Are about it. Uh, yes. So
1: it's um oh, there it is. Okay. It's my parents my parents. Please don't start anything on Thanksgiving. Me. <laughs> and then this is like this this YouTube uh feed of like this, this child, child. <laughs> <laughs> the war on drugs is racist. Psychedelics have medicinal value. <laughs> People who use drugs deserve compassion. Imperialist U.S. drug policy is the reason drug cartels exist. <laughs> and this kid has like ninety-three views, 200, 358 views. <laughs> like and he's, he's like, he's
0: literally he's, like eleven years old. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: literally just going the fuck off. And I'm like,
0: this is gonna be me.
1: I want this so hard.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't seen it, but I'm obsessed with it
1: oh man oh
0: god eric just sent me a youtube video <laughs>
1: oh it's gonna be a long one
0: <laughs> no no, no. Uh, not eric no not eric that you know eric he's a metalhead in town and i adore oh. him um, oh okay. but it's always just the shit he says he's just madness we we send each other thomas to take engine memes i don't know why i don't know how it started the weirder they are the better though
1: <laughs> do you remember poking on facebook and you're like i don't oh, know how this started god. but i'm gonna keep it going
0: <laughs> yeah I, like there was just there were random people that I would just poke like for no reason. I'm <laughs> like, let I them feel, keep us up oh them up God. at night. Okay, back <laughs> to racism for Christ's sake. Yeah, you're let's talk slap about. Happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're having a great time, and so are our listeners. Uh, it was relevant. I talked to you about a meme, anyway. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. How you're gonna start shit at Thanksgiving?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. Well, while I mean, I'm gearing up.
0: I feel like if we all got together for Thanksgiving, what would we fight about? The Albies. Uh, definitely Marilyn Manson and Evan Rachel Wood. Um <laughs>
1: Rape Culture.
0: <laughs> no no no, it's all has to be music related. Right. I don't even know if there's any really controversy going on controversy controversy going on in the in our music world, not the actual music world. We could talk about Travis Scott, I guess.
1: You might have a really good time at Thanksgiving this year.
0: Just take I don't
1: some think,
0: notes. I uh don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not having it. Come on. Yeah. Like no,
1: my family and I do not get along. And also the uncle that thinks he can say the N word is coming to Spencer's Thanksgiving. So oh
2: god. I'm,
1: and you know, that layman, children, uh, comment that I already fielded this week. So I'm like, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready.
0: <laughs> I mean, but okay. Here's the question. I think maybe this is a good question to bring up when you're at a function like this, do you, is it important to call it out every time or is it just like, or is it just like, I don't want to have an until unintelligent conversation with my uncle because nothing's going to change.
1: Well, and that's the thing is like, nobody stands up to this uncle. Cause he's, he's got a really high IQ. He just has this one thing that's just like, why do you think that that's okay?
0: <sighs> How old is he? He's a, uh, he's a boomer. Oh, so he's, he's, the he's the an poisoning. older boomer
1: too. Yeah. yeah. But he's also a genius. <laughs> so it's like, and like,
0: I feel well, he like it can't be that fucking smart. I you th- know. Th-
1: well genius
0: he, and n-word using liberal use of the n-word don't listen, really jive
1: and they're like liberal too so it's like i don't know if you caught the memo 40 years ago um maybe he's no. doing like
0: a social experiment or something yeah
1: i think he he does like to poke the bear a lot you know he's the poke the bear type
0: well maybe that's what you should be like be like dude what this is so off-brand for you just trying to poke the bear why are you using? yeah the n-word? yeah i will maybe that's that. what you should say to him you know
1: uh, this is off-brand for you. I know you're smarter than this.
0: Exactly. I mean, like, I manipulate. Do, <laughs> do, do that Leo do.
1: thing. Do that older sister thing.
0: No, I think that's a little sister thing I just taught you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have been helping me a lot.
0: You've been and helping me a lot, too. This is why we talk about this shit we talk about on the podcast. It's like, I struggle. Cause, and you and my sister are both the oldest and Leos.
1: Yeah. And my sister, my little sister's a Taurus.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. So, I mean, it's a match made in hell.
1: <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast and the whole series. We fixed our lives.
0: <laughs> we fixed our lives. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, um, I want
1: to talk about racism specifically in Utah, not the Native American shit, because we already know that. But
0: So we're talking about Japanese and German. Jeremy- yes. You know what? I, I learned about this in school. Thank God. I like, didn't. But oh, did you I pay attention? No. <laughs> well, okay, so it help happened in Delta. Actually, that's what started Delta the town was these Probably. Japanese internment camps. And so what it was for those who don't know, I mean uh during World War II, they were worried that Japanese people were going to like the story, this is the story I got in history. <laughs> um they were worried that the Japanese people were going to give intel to the Japanese and they were our enemies. So they just rounded up all the Japanese people into, in, in the country and put them in camps. Um, the States that had them were Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Hawaii, Idaho, uh, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. And between, uh, 110,000 and 120,000 Japanese Americans living on the West Coast. Um, 1,200 were living in Hawaii. Um, so, yeah, they just they got like 120,000 people of Jap- Japanese ancestry. Mm. You could have been like a second generation Japanese mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And you're still. The, they were forcibly relocated, incarcerated in concentration camps. Straight up concentration camps. The only, the only thing is they didn't get gassed.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: think that was the justification. I mean, they were getting fed and stuff, I guess. But they were in camp... They were, they were... They were in prison camps.
1: Holy shit.
0: Children, you know. <laughs> like, and I, it's a really dark part of history. George Takai talks about it a lot. I actually... I knew about... I, I re- remembered... A, we learned about it for like 20 minutes in school mm-hmm. and then I was listening to Howard Stern because George Takei comes on um just to hang out sometimes and he talk he talks about it a lot he does he has a show on Broadway about it his wow. childhood growing up in this in these camps really yeah and it's just like no one seems to care
1: what's it called um, do you know
0: google it. no I don't know but I can google it okay um but he he he's he's very uh adamant about it uh talking about it uh it's something that affected him like he gets emotional when he talks about it now he's like 90 um but yeah i i t- it's uh it's called allegiance is what it's called mm. it's a musical with music and lyrics uh, a book uh, the story set during the japanese american Interment of World War II was inspired by the personal experience of George Takei. Wow um, it follows them in the years following the attack on Pearl Harbor as they are forced to leave their farm in Salinas California Salinas California probably yes yeah, uh, <coughs> and are sent to the Hart Mountain Relocation Center in rural plains of Wyoming. Wow Wow yeah so we did that. We While we were all being appalled by what the Germans were doing to the Jews, we were doing the same fucking thing to the Japanese.
1: Yep. I and mean, you not know the same they,
0: fucking thing, but still, it's still inappropriate.
1: The first Asians <laughs> came to Utah because of the railroad, right?
0: Yeah. like
1: So, like, they've been here a long time.
0: Well, and the whole thing with the railroad is there was... A, it was the race, right? Yeah. And the reason why the Asian side, the California side, which is all Asians. Mm -hmm. um, The reason why they only got to Utah, like everyone's like, that's pussy shit, is because they had to go over the fucking Sierras. Yes. Like, Yes. so many people died boiling the railroad, like the Continental Railroad. Uh, Asians certainly aren't getting enough credit um, in this country, even in my own point of view. I don't give Asians enough credit. Right. Um, So I need to work on.
1: Yeah. And, uh, very blaringly in my face about that, um, with the stop Asian hate thing where I was just like, I don't mind. I mean, like, I don't mind Asian people. I don't think that they're any different or less, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but that internalized racism is that like Chinese people think backwards and, um,
0: they're, like, one of the most oppressed nations in the in the world, and they're the biggest, they're, like, the most populated. Like, I know China has nothing, attacking China would do nothing for us because they give us all of our slave labor and they don't right. have any oil. But if we were going to go really give some democracy to a nation, it should be that one.
1: Yeah. And, like, so what I'm saying is that, like, the internalized, the narrative in my home is that, like, Chinese people talk backwards and so they think backwards, type of thing.
0: Oh wow, that's yeah, really bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I was just Shit. like, well, Chinese.
1: I, there's just not a lot of Asians in, um, Richfield, right? Oh no, there aren't no. So, um, anyway, I just think that's part well, of it too. They're, like, really,
0: they're so culturally different than us. Like, um, I worked with a girl named Shahero. She's she's a beautiful, lovely girl. Yeah, but like even the way even the way asians show enthusiasm or whatever it's just all it's just way it's a way different culture yeah and like saying asia is such a like they're japan to china to the philippines so you know every culture is yeah to indonesia to yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um but like yeah i i struggled with her just because our cultures were so different and i guess i just didn't have the time to like i didn't allow i didn't give her the time
1: yeah but i feel like I feel like the underlying theme of all of that is because Uh of the world wars where our grandparents learned to be very racist against Asian people and like Islander people. and But again, I
0: mean, I didn't really feel any of that in my upbringing. It wasn't even really mentioned. Hmm. Like my grandparents were conceived during World War II and they were too old for Vietnam. Like my dad was, my dad was barely too young for Vietnam.
1: Okay. I see. My great-great my great grandpa was too young for World War 1 and too old for World War 2, but my grandpa did serve in the army reserve.
0: Did he go to Korea? Did he do uh Korea?
1: No, for Vietnam and his his uh unit got deployed, but he he didn't have to go because he was like right at the cusp. Uh-huh. But his like all of his friends died.
0: I will say that I was lucky in um the age that my parents are, because there wasn't any anti-Vietnamese rhetoric in my house, but there was sympathy for the veterans. Cool, which I always appreciated too, because I feel like my dad probably some, some one of his friends' older brothers went or something like that, and he realized that it was a fucked up thing. And a lot of Vietnam vets became truckers, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. super paranoid. They had you know all the shit, but. It was a good job for them to have because they weren't like directly in the public. Yeah, <laughs> but like my dad dealt with them, so there was a lot of just sympathy for the the vets and not really too much Asian hate. But that's um, cool. I feel like any racism we had, it was just like the "Do I look black to you?" thing. Didn't mm-hmm. really it? We didn't even know what we were saying, sort of thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We didn't really, you know. And I feel like anything that had to do with like Asian slurs or whatever it just it was just something we were saying and we really had no information about it
1: yeah and like the stop asian hate that happened in 2020 or 2021 Uh that made me put a mirror to my face because i went to a black lives matter protest and i Uh i feel um like i'm connecting more to my latina roots right but um would i go to the same lengths to fight for asian people and like of course i would but it made me look at it and say i didn't know that i i needed to think about this
0: well my homie anang who i love dearly um he actually was raised in fillmore so he's not but his uh i think he's first generation his uh his parents are one of them's thai and the other one's cambodian oh cute um sounds hot (laughs) Yeah, he's cute. He's a <laughs> she's short. I call him Genghis Kong. He looks like Genghis Kong, which is totally racist because it's not is even that racist. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't tell him to have his exact same haircut and facial hair. <laughs> I didn't t- and, and to be buff. I didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> true, true, true. But um, he he uh, he owns one of the even Stevens in town. And I hit him him up and I was like, yo, man, like, what the fuck? And I'm like, are you good? Like, have you experienced anything? What can I do? And he kind of like, like, he has like surfer bro vibes (laughs) and he kind of like downplayed it. And then I like followed suit and he's like, but you know what? He's like, it really is an issue. He's like, it needs to not be like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm like, for real. He's like people, he's like, my people are getting hurt. Like Asians are getting hurt for no fucking reason except for they're Asian. Yeah. And he's like, and I don't even get it. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, I don't even get it. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't... You generally get racism, thank God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I checked up on some of my stuff. My my humans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just is different. I saw something um, Latina meme that I was like... Somebody was like, the way I'm obsessed with Chinese buffet is very Latina of me. <laughs> and I feel like... <laughs> okay so yeah that's cool and like i don't know yeah, i'm just but grateful isn't that, isn't for that, i just feel like for Asian cel- people and i, I want like them to feel native here you know
0: yeah but i feel like that's celebrating you know what i mean yeah yeah like i love getting so i love getting uh i love going to Sapa and getting sushi and getting uh oh sake my God. drunk where would we be
1: where would we be without uh japanese food thai food
0: oh the, the amount of ramen i eat is unhealthy yes that's why that's why culture shit is so great though, right? Because yes. like I mean, I love Mexicans because I was raised with the RCs, but like I love Mexican food. And like yeah. that makes me love that culture better. Like Greek food. I want to go to mm-hmm. Greece so bad. A because mm-hmm. it's beautiful, but like what attracted to me at first to <laughs> me to at first the food. food. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Food is incredibly important to culture and mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: And like there was this uh black barbecue joint uh in downtown phoenix when i was in culinary school and my friend yvette who's a mexican chick she was like we gotta go and mm-hmm. it was da- it was like dangerous downtown phoenix was dangerous <laughs> at the time yeah but it was like worth it like it, i ugh, it was so worth it <laughs> wow <laughs> it was so and like i love that like I, I love being able to communicate through food through music through yes. you know the arts yes culture shared yeah and appreciated. Yes. Not appropriated.
1: Yes. Um, let's talk about another instance of um, s- racism in Utah. Okay. So Brigham Young taught in January of 1852. This is his quote. Ah, shit. It didn't get... Uh, It didn't get highlighted when I clicked on the link. Um, (laughs) 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 Ah, shit. After, uh, this is just when I googled, searched Brigham Young quote slavery, so you can too. Um, The top line says, after he helped institute slavery in the Utah Territory, Brigham Young taught, quote, inasmuch as we believe in the ordinances of God, in the priesthood, and order and decrees of god we must believe in slavery you may recognize that from our theme song um but mormonism and slavery 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 as far as utah mormonism the the utah branch is concerned because i can't speak for the other ones Mm -hmm. very tied to slavery like you'd mentioned earlier the fact that blacks were um not allowed the priesthood until the 70s is rooted in the like fact 1978 that 1978 people yeah that we were taught that mormonism taught that black people were the sons of cain mm-hmm. as in cain the de- and Abel. the descendants of cain yeah yeah yeah, and that the um the daughters of god and the sons of cain should not mix
0: mm.
1: so there is a whole lot of well, and that's just such embedded like slate racism
0: and a unspoken racism too, like we just yeah. all knew about it, like I don't remember specifically getting taught that, but I knew about it, yep, I don't know i uh Brigham Young's a pile
1: pile of shit pile
0: of shit, <laughs> um, but I was reading something. Have you guys ever looked up? Uh, I mean, Kendra, I'm just asking you, but like everyone, have you looked up how slaves were transported? Oh, uh, over the over the ocean.
1: No, were they in the bottom?
0: They literally stacked them like cargo. Yeah. Fitting as many as they could, they all had to lay down. They were all chained up. A lot of them died. A lot of them. And how long did it take to get from Africa to? the u.s back in the day oh my god oh my god like they were covered like people they were like laying next to dead bodies um they were you know all these sort of things like the way that they got treated Ugh! like it's
1: this says after 40 or 50 days let me finish this gummy bear sorry i'm an asshole
0: by the way uh the gummy bears that you have i bought a bag of them so thank you i hate you
1: are you addicted i had
0: no i had gummy bears for breakfast this morning
1: good <laughs> these uh these um gummy bears are from indiana which is where i served my mission i don't know if you my know you
0: should you went on a mission I went on a mission. It
1: was Chicago and a little bit of Indiana and Merrillville, Indiana was in my mission. So this is where the gummy bears are <laughs> my from. Mission. My mission. Uh, okay. How many days were slaves at sea? After 40 or 50 days at sea, the slave ship would sink, stink of urine, feces, and vomit. Mm-hmm. Came into port, people could smell it almost before they could see it. Women were allowed more freedom than men, being considered less of a threat, and often went out on deck and helped with the cooking. Uh,
0: uh, AKA got raped a lot.
1: Yep, 40 and 50 days.
0: 40 and 50 days. Jesus. Like, are you serious?
1: Shackled (laughs) in the ship's hold were between 400 and 500 slaves, pressed flesh to flesh with their backs on the floor, Mm -hmm. with exception of daily... Something, can't read.
0: I'm sure they, like, I'm sure, like, because you don't want to present, like, I'm sure they had to, like, make them move their muscles and stuff because it's, like, you don't want to give they're they're there to work right so if they're all like depleted
1: I don't know but how many auctioneers does it take to say feed this boy a little bit a little bit and he'll beef right up for you or something like their cattle you know what I mean
0: right right fuck. oh my god I hate it I, I hate, hate it here. here well and like did you, did you see the diagram of them all like how they had them like laid out no I'm gonna look at images now Um, it's just like it paints a picture that you just like are like holy fuck like how could you think that's okay? How could anyone think that's okay?
1: Um, Four hundred
0: yeah. years ago or not? Like how? Like how? And then the fact that like some some governors were like, "We're not doing, we're not doing slavery." You know, you guys can all work this shit yourselves. The fact that Brigham Young brought it to this like the mm-hmm. state did, th- th- it didn't need it. Mm-hmm. So like the fact he's like, "Come on down around." Fuck people, that guy.
1: People were saying like it has been told to me that there are journal entries where. Uh, Mormonism was so bad here like okay so Brigham Young convinced these people to trauma bond cross the cross the plains like in not very smart weather that's like not the time to do it right. and they are doing it because God wanted them to or whatever anyway they get to Utah after so then now they're in the middle of nowhere right and um, the first so people would try to leave mm-hmm. the like Mormonism and be like, This is not what we were promised, like we need to go back, we're we're poor, we're destitute, like I right. don't want to be here, I don't wanna practice polygamy, blah blah blah. People would um try to escape in the middle of the night uh-huh. and because blood atonement was an acceptable use of God. God's commandments, they would they would murder anybody who would try to leave, saying that they were going to be saved by the blood spilt on the ground. Like, Earth will atone for it. <laughs> and so, so when, when the uh, railroad got finished, so, like, before this, like, people would wrap their wagon wheels and horse hooves in blankets so as not to make a sound creaking through the town and clopping through the town. Because uh-huh. they they were trying to escape and they would like have this plan and like book up and like leave so that they could be far enough away before anybody found out to like be able to outrun them when they sent their oh, yeah. horses after them. Yeah. So when the um train was finished, that was the first opportunity that people could hop a train and leave. And uh-huh. that's what they did is like so many people there was like a mass exodus of Utah territory Mm -hmm. because of the trains being finally available to go East and West.
0: Yeah. I mean, of course I can see that. Like that's so fucking crazy. Everything is just so, so crazy. So crazy. crazy. (laughs) And it's just like, how is this God? How is this godly? Yeah. How how is this God's way? It begs
1: the question: Is this the place?
0: Is this the place? <laughs>
1: <laughs> to quote: Brigham Young said, "This is the place." Don't think so, bro.
0: Well, I mean, he's maybe like, it's the
1: place, but not the people. I don't know. I don't know how to separate all this.
0: Well, I think it's because he. I think it. It's a beautiful place, but like I think that. Um, Uh, there's there's ugliness like there like all history there's some ugliness that we just need to address Mm -hmm. um i do want uh if you guys are like i mean this is just a white girl's perspective but if you guys are struggling with like trying to understand uh generational racism and how it affects you know blacks whites everybody i you should watch them On Amazon. It's an Amazon Prime original. Um, Oh, yeah.
1: We mentioned it once before, but tell the people again.
0: again, Because what you're describing to me is so like there's a a whole episode about this black couple coming across the plains and they end up getting like burned to death because whatever. Anyways, and it was so like, I was like, this feels familiar. Um, But it's about Compton and Compton used to be a white and then. Black people start like they got promised shitty loans after they got home from World War II. They got fucked over. It's definitely a thriller, but like, please watch it. It's such a good show. It's so well done. So,
1: yeah, I need to put that back on my list. I am watching Reservation Dogs, and it is mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, it is very good.
0: Yeah, it's a, uh... and now that it has Val Silve approval, I'm all over it.
1: Right. Uh I realized that I started it before but like got distracted and never finished the first episode.
0: But it always yeah. turns on after what we do in the shadows for me. Like it's the to play next. So I'll watch like an episode here and there.
1: Oh, I see, I see.
0: But What We Do in the Shadows is on break right now and I'm very sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Okay, what else you got?
1: Uh just that um one of the last things is that when I went on a mission my um, one of my friends moms asked me like oh you're going to be in for like listen so first of all everybody knew that I wasn't white white because I had curly hair and everybody called me they're like are you Polynesian I didn't know that people asked me if I was Polynesian and they would always tell me that I should go to BYU Hawaii and marry a nice Polynesian boy and have beautiful babies uh (laughs) same woman i mean like i love this woman right like i'm not saying anything bad about her but she right. said that like when you go to chicago you're gonna you're gonna have uh a, a culture shock and i was like culture shock like i haven't been, like i've not been to a city before what are you talking about mm-hmm. uh no she's like no there are a lot of black people there and i was like oh good like god i would love to see some black people like put like but isn't that
0: that like isn't that like oh god i'd love to see some black people like that is also so no
1: um when i um arrived in chicago i was waiting for the culture shock but i will tell you i've never felt so Mm -hmm. comfortable in diversity Uh, because it wasn't just black people there were polish people like there's no polish people here there uh were a lot of hispanics i learned what elotes were and i was like becoming obsessed there was Mm -hmm. just like such a big diversity portuguese people italian people that like we don't have here and so i really thrived because for once i felt like i wasn't sticking out like a sore thumb like I'm obviously the not white one of my siblings. I'm obviously like, people are asking me in high school, like, what are you? And I'm like, Um, so I never felt so comfortable. And in my first area was predominantly black. And so that's like where that first story came from. Mm -hmm. Um, But we would have dinners at this member's house and we'd had dinners a lot this woman's daughter had passed recently so she wanted the sister missionaries to come over and fill her home with like female daughter energy Mm -hmm. um she had me over for a couple of times and she ended up being like what race are you and i was like i'm just american and she's like i know you're something but what race are you and i was like honestly nancy i'm american like uh-huh. I'm half Mexican. And she was like, oh, that's it. And I was like, I'm half Mexican. I'm, I've got, you know, Scottish in me. I've got native American in me. Like uh-huh. this is before 23 and me told me that I was pretty much everything except for Indian. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm even like, part India? Chinese <laughs> and oh, really? part Jewish. And so, yeah, no, I'm like literally everything. Um, But I just was You're like, I'm, melting just, pot. I'm just American. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. the melting pot person. And she was like, oh, that makes sense. And, like, that was the first, like, oh, so racism is both ways, obviously. But I really did just well, right. feel so racism, comfortable in racism diversity. racism
0: isn't – it's not only one race can be racism. Like, everyone can yeah, be racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be racist against your own race.
1: But bring that back to that comment where you're going to feel really uncomfortable. The mm-hmm. most uncomfortable I felt was coming home – And it was state conference and it was just a sea of white people Uh and a sea of Mormons. And I was just like, I had a panic attack. I had to go like take a break in the bathroom because I couldn't handle the (laughs) homogenousness of it.
0: Honestly, well, homogenous, I like that. Uh, When, uh, when I do see like a picture of like the Senate and it's mostly white people, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's just like a lack of representation. Yes. And, like, and for the
1: first time in sen- census history, mm-hmm. well, I think in 200 years or whatever, uh, the white people are not the majority.
0: Well, that's, I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm just no, saying, like, but I'm saying more voices need to be heard. Yes. You know? And so
1: when the Senate or the representation is predominantly white male mm-hmm. and the census, age, that, yeah. yes, the census is saying that we're not predominantly white. Uh-huh. We definitely need to um, work harder to elect and promote um, people of color and their voices so that their experiences can be validated as well in the government.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess this is just one of those episodes where it's like, we just need to talk about it so we can, yeah. we're just trying to make a change here. We're just talking about it. Because honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with wondering what someone is. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that
2: no because i don't, because like, then I don't you think there's can...
0: anything wrong with having questions about people like yeah some people think it's mean that i ask what when they were what year they were born because it's like none of my quote unquote none of my business but it's like right just trying to get i'm just trying to get to know you
1: yes and like nancy's question what race are you mm-hmm. threw me off guard because like people didn't ask me that in such an angry way
0: no, but so i think was she, she was angry? just
1: i think she was just trying to place it like she's just like mm-hmm. i can't tell if you're like Polynesian, Mexican, part black because my curly hair. You
0: were just white. Maybe that's me being naive.
1: Maybe that's just you being white and be like everybody's white, and I mean, except that's... for those two girls, Miracle <laughs> and. Well, Liz. no, but
0: like I mean, we had the natives and stuff. Like true, true. I and like Abby was, um she was like half native. So like, yeah, she yeah. was like half and half. Like like I just didn't care about that shit. I guess I just was like yeah. whatever. So I mean, it is kind of hard to just kind of like not. Well, I'm white
1: passing. Right. So it's like.
0: Right. Yeah. But like, you know, what I'm saying is like as I get to become more of an adult, you know, like because I feel like I wasn't racist as a kid in any like sense of the word. I yeah. guess that's not really true because I uh, I said some shit that was just stupid. But like truly in my heart, I wasn't. I feel like truly in my heart now, I'm not. Yeah. Like I do feel like there are some things that I do. Some racist Some, some, some thoughts habits. that pop up that I'm just like, oh, that's that yeah. racist. And they
1: weren't your fault you weren't seeking out those well, I racist mean, maybe, maybe ideals maybe it is
0: maybe it is my fault I don't know it's in my brain I don't I'm not trying to place blame anywhere I'm just saying like I'm recognizing that some things I do are just like not like it, yeah. it just bothers me like I'm just like Aah. I
1: think I think that's <laughs> the key I think that's the key I think the key is asking yourself if I were to step in another race's shoes mm-hmm. is this acceptable like well it's people do not people are not considerate like that and i think that's the step to take is like we all have our racial biases everybody does what are we gonna do Well, like
0: and like whoever you're attracted to like i think when people are like if you're not into a certain race you're race you're racist like if you're not attracted to it but it's like i i don't know i'm unfortunately into white boys i wish i wasn't yeah (laughs) yeah like i mean i'm trying to branch out a little bit but I don't, that's a whole, a whole another episode. I don't right, even know. I, don't, right. I can't even, I can't even. Begin it's, to it's this
1: episode, but, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't date Asian boys, even though they were into me, um, because I was scared of the grudge. That was the real reason why I wasn't like <laughs> racist. I just had a. D- I mean, it's a terrifying fear. Of I don't know grudge. what that
0: reason is. I don't, it's, I, I don't know if it's not, not racist. I uh,
1: just, I just couldn't, <laughs> That's autism, I feel like. I just couldn't look at Asian people without being absolutely terrified and seeing that little boy open his mouth and yell at me. So, man, I just terrified myself into not liking Asian boys. But there are some mighty good-looking Asian boys. Like, I'm over the grudge thing now.
0: Like, fucking, uh, I was actually, it's so funny that you brought up good-looking Asian dudes because I was like, I was asking myself, I don't know. I guess I ask myself regularly if I'm racist. And I was like thinking about big trouble in little China. And I was like, no, all the storms are hot their own way. <laughs> <laughs> like I do them all. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I guess I'm not, I don't know. I I guess I don't date anyone. So I can't sit here and say that I wouldn't date someone because I've never dated anyone. Right. <laughs> like right. I go on dates, I guess, but I've never really been in a relationship. So it's like, whatever. There's my red flag. Let's open up again. <laughs> well, right. what, to, are, what are we, what are uh, we saying? In close, are we? Are we? Do we have more to talk about? Or are we? I just off? have.
1: I'm closing off with. Um, thank your Native Americans for giving us these because it is uh-huh. Thanksgiving. So please thank Native Americans for their contributions to America. Here are some foods that have been domesticated by Native Americans to become major staples in the diets of people all over the world. Corn uh maniac okay potatoes sweet potatoes peanuts squashes pumpkins tomatoes papayas avocados pineapples guavas chili peppers chocolate and many species of beans animals native americans were the first to raise turkeys llamas guinea pigs and honeybees for food Non-edible plants, um, other plants of great impo- in- importance developed by Native Americans include cotton, rubber and tobacco. Mm-hmm. Medicine, um, the people of Peru discovered medicinal use for quinine. Ke- uh, Canadian natives knew how to prevent scurvy by eating plants rich in vitamin C, and they passed this information along to the Europeans. Uh, mathematics: The Mayans of Mexico to appear to have been the first to use the zero in mathematics. Scholars believe that Asians traveled across the Pacific Ocean and learned about the zero from the Mayans.
2: Oh, interesting! And then,
1: yeah, and then government. Last thing: Native American governments in eastern North America, particularly the League of the Iroquois served as models of federated representative democracy to the Europeans and the American colonists. The United States government is based on such a system, whereby power is distributed between a central authority, the federal government, and smaller political units, the states. Nice. So thank you, Native American, for pretty much a lot of the shit we do right now.
0: Well, I mean, I just want to thank the Natives and... I I just feel like so blessed to be have been exposed to that culture my whole life. Yes. Like I'm definitely yes. like a, I'm definitely like a Jack native. Yes. But like you're totally like adopted. Yeah, but like and I don't know, I'm way more confident in what I know than what I actually know. Yeah, true. But um I just feel so grateful to be a part of it's it's just a special thing and especially like how Val was saying that they're on the land that they that's their ancestral land there is something special about the desert you know you've heard me talk about it for months uh and that is partly it has to do with the natives you know like it has to do with the indigenous folks so i am grateful for all the natives um i'm grateful to be in such a diverse land i'm grateful that we're having these conversations and that we can Get to a point, hopefully, in our lifetime pretty soon where we're just totally down and accepting of other people's differences instead of being like, eh. Like, it's just so yeah. stupid. Get a new yep. line. You're, you're going to judge someone by the, skin, the color of their skin. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, it's 2021. Get over it.
0: Like, come up with it. Just come up with something. Like, use your brain.
1: <laughs> like, come not, together
0: can, well no like, you can not like it's like it's like when I was in middle school people would call me fat I'm like yeah good observation dipshit yeah. do you really want to hurt my feelings Like, get cool into you're my, using your eyes Get to my brain getting to my brain <laughs> I mean,
1: some kid some kid was bullying my cousin like road rage and they were like well you're fat and she was like and <laughs> like, and he drove off like pissed <laughs>
0: he's like that didn't destroy you why oh oh owie I know (laughs) the new Tiger King's out Uh, no fucking way and I just binged it in like one sitting oh Um, yeah (laughs) the guy the guy calls one of the guy calls one of the reporters fat and everyone's just like who cares like shut up (laughs) (laughs) anyway oh man we got anything else to say I thank you
1: for letting me uh, yell about this for a couple of hours. I've been really mo, motive- like really stoked for this episode. So
0: yeah. And I hope we're not like out of line in any way. No, I don't think pure. so. I don't think we are either, but like, that's not for us to say, I guess. Um, But like, yeah, I, add us
1: if we need to learn something different. Well, Send yeah. Us and, links like, and stuff.
0: I have been trying to kind of just like raise voices, raise up. There's voices instead of, but, you know, Lord knows I do my fair share of preaching. But I just, I want to get to a point where this just isn't an issue anymore. It seems like a big old fucking waste of emotional time. And it's actually doing a lot of damage. So mm, mm. maybe we stop being dickheads to each other. That's the theme of the show. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and on be that note, you are. <laughs> we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh...
1: Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't The Place. But you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.